Good morning. Today is Wednesday, June 24, 2020. I've shared with some of you before a quote that I think is so important that the first casualty in war is nuance. Now that's obviously true in a military war, but it's also true, I would say maybe even especially true in cultural wars. And the lack of nuance is amplified by social media and by other trends in our society. It's not new, it's not new, um, but it is amplified. And racism, discrimination, this is certainly a cultural war that we are fighting today. And it's worth fighting for equality, for fair treatment of everyone, to eliminate discrimination. But along the way, we lose nuance. And there is a man who tried to hold on to that. And in a recent interview in the New York Times, he decried that it appears to him that it is missing today. So I'm referring to Abe Foxman. Abe Foxman, who is now 80 years old, retired a few years ago. He was the director, the head of the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League. The ADL is, I would argue, the premier organization in the world to combat anti-Semitism and racism and discrimination. And it's a large, multifaceted organization with many different aspects and layers and programs and emphases. I don't always agree with the approach of the ADL, but it certainly is an important organization and something that should be taken very, very seriously. And during the decades of Abe Foxman's leadership, um, I think it's fair to say that the organization not only grew gigantically in uh, scope and in prestige and in importance, but I would also say, I think it's fair to say, that the success was largely attributable to Abe's indomitable character and spirit. He is an amazing person. Again, I don't always agree with every position of his, but he's an amazing person. He has been a wonderful leader. And now that he is retired for a couple of years, a few years, so he did this interview with the New York Times, and he talked about one of the roles that he used to play as the head of ADL, not without controversy, but something that he decries, and, and I agree with this, that it's missing today. And basically what he said is as follows. He said, you know, last few months, especially, people are at home, they're bored, so what do you do? You scroll through Facebook and uh, a lot of people uh, scroll through various social media, Twitter and Instagram, and looking for potentially offensive comments 
in order to call them out. And uh, sometimes the comments are from racists and anti-Semites and other terrible people that absolutely should be called out. Sometimes they are um, an outdated view, something that a person said years ago. And uh, the, the trend that Foxman sees that he wants to criticize is that in today's social media world, no one is interested in your excuses. There is a culture, some people refer to it as cancellation culture. That is, if someone once said something that we disagree with, we cancel them. Some people should be canceled, but others not. Some statues maybe should come down, others maybe should not. Or maybe something else should be done with them besides tearing them down. And that's the nuance. The nuance is to be able to discern, to distinguish between people who uh, exhibit repeated statements and acts, let's just say, of racism. Same thing applies to anti-Semitism and to every area of cultural war in our society. But Let's just talk about racism for a moment. Repre repeated transgressions, actions, clearly it is a part of their character. It is something that is ongoing. That needs to be eliminated. There's no question about that. But there are also people who, years ago, on a single occasion, did something wrong or uh, uh, stupid or careless. And we need to be able to discern, to distinguish between those two types of people. And Abe Foxman was the guy who tried to do that through his career. Because part of his work as the head of ADL is that he was a pardoner of sins. He was a guide and absolver of those who were trying to find a way back. Now, again, I want to be clear. It is possible to disagree with this approach, and it's certainly possible to disagree with specific instances of it. But basically, Abe stood for forgiveness and rehabilitation when it was possible. Because he says, here's a quote, all my life I was lucky enough to fight prejudice and anti-Semitism. If you don't believe you can change people's hearts and minds, why bother? If you're not going to try and change people's hearts and minds, what are you in this business at all? And the business that he's talking about is that he would frequently get calls from people asking to be absolved. So what would happen is, not uncommonly, um, let's say a publicist or a lawyer would call him and they have a client who did something terrible. And of course, you know, and it was on video, I guess in more recent years, and it's on video. And now they're in big trouble because 
they might get fired and they might get cut from the TV show and they might, eh. So they call Abe and they say something like, um, how do I get exonerated? Meaning, um, how much does my donation have to be? And to whom should I make out the check in order to be forgiven for, you know, this, which really, of course, is not really me, but I need to be able to keep my job and my, my, um, my celebrity. So who do I make out the check to and where does it go? And Abe would then tell them to, um, I, maybe nicely, maybe not nicely, he was a rather blunt fellow, get lost. But sometimes the person who was calling or the person, the, the person for whom the call was being made really had a willingness to do the hard work of introspection, of change, of rehabilitation. And in those few cases, Abe was there to lead the resurrection. So, for example, there's one case that is uh, described in this article in New York Times. It was a couple days ago. And you may remember this. It was uh, got a lot of attention. So there's a man named John Galliano, and he is a, uh, a high fashion designer. And in 2011, he was drunk and high in a bar, and he started a 45-minute rant publicly against another couple in this bar, and with every anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish uh, uh, curse word um, expression that you ever heard, 45 minutes, horrible, terrible, horrible, terrible. So he was the uh, head of, he was the head designer at Christian Dior. So he was fired immediately from Christian Dior. It happened in, in Paris. He was tried for a hate crime in a French court. And, um, and obviously stores everywhere immediately stopped carrying his clothing. So he was out of work. And he contacted Abe Foxman to try to find a path back. And unlike the people looking for the easy pass lane, <coughs> he really wanted to work at this goal. And um, after speaking to him, Abe Foxman was convinced of his sincerity. And just keep in mind, Abe Foxman is not a pushover. He is not a gullible person. He is a, a very strong, forceful person. I, I had the privilege to meet him a couple of times. He's, uh, he's, he's not a gullible person. So he thought this, this man, John, was, was sincere, and he led him on a path. He introduced him to a rabbi in London where he was living, and they started to spend time together. He visited Auschwitz. He learned about the Holocaust. He spent time learning about Judaism, and he went through a process where he really made some deep changes in himself over a period of time, and Abe felt that he was sincere and really wanted to make a change to the extent that Abe Foxman himself called major department stores to urge them, give him a second chance, 
buy some of his fashion designs, let him have a second chance. Now, that kind of turnaround, that kind of resurrection, Abe is saying, and I think that there's truth to it, it would be almost unimaginable today. But as Abe said in the Times, he apologized. He went through a process to be, quote, a soldier in the struggle against bigotry. What else can you ask for? But he said, Twitter demands expulsion, not conversion. And that's an issue. So it's an interesting article. If you have a chance to read it, I would urge you. It was uh, a June 22nd, New York Times, an interview with Abe Foxman in the New York, in New York Times. Um, but let me be very clear. We need to speak out forcefully against racism, against discrimination. Uh, there's a term that I have learned about recently, and it's an important term, microaggression, meaning small comments and small actions that we may not even recognize as racist, but they are perceived that way by the people that hear them. And on reflection, we ourselves can see how insensitive those comments are. We need to speak out against that. But our goal must always be to try to help people be better. That is a fundamental Jewish value and approach, not just to be right. So if you criticize in any area of life, make sure that you also give people a way back. That is a nuance that is missing today. And Abe Foxman reminds us how important it is. My friends, I wish you all a great day. Have a wonderful holiday today. And I look forward to seeing all of you again very soon in person.